Welcome to the Force for Growth podcast. I'm Ricardo. Today I'm going to talk about journaling for growth. But before we get started, make sure you subscribe, share this episode and leave a review on your favorite podcast and app. This will go a long way in helping me grow our audience and helping spread good information that can help make a difference. Well, we all know the power of journaling, writing our thoughts down and all of that good stuff. So this is not really about the power of journaling. It's more insightful on how to journal, what I journal about, and insights that I've learned in my journaling experience. So journaling was one of the first things that I learned in self-development. It's one of the first things that I started to do. As a matter of fact, It was in one of my first self-development books that I ever read, Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins. He says, and I quote, a life worth living is a life worth writing about. And that has stuck with me over the years because it's true. If your life is worth living, it's worth documenting, it's worth archiving, and it's definitely worth writing about. Journaling is For me, journaling is a way to capture what you're going through and then having the ability to reflect on those moments. It's your own personal history. It's your own personal history book. It's your own way of capturing those thoughts as they happen in real time and then having them somewhere where you can go back and reflect. And there is so much power in that. Now, as I was putting this episode together, I came to the realization that I have been journaling off and on. It doesn't make sense for me to say off and on consistently. So I've been journaling off and on for about 30 years. So I started to journal when I was around 15 or 16 years old. I started keeping my thoughts and random little things that happen in my life in a really cheap one subject spiral notebook. And over the years, I've used iPhone apps, iPad apps, mechanical pencils, pens, and now I use really nice leather bound journals. And different journals have a different purpose. But the number one thing that I want to make sure that I express here fully and thoroughly is that there's not a wrong way to do it. There's not a wrong way to journal. The key is, the secret is to just do it. There is no wrong way. So at this point, We know that journaling and reflecting on our personal life experience is a must. But how do you create that habit of journaling? Um, Before we get going here, I want to just make sure that I address any questions that you may have, thoughts or comments. You can email me at forceforgrowth.com forward slash contact. You can email me at forceforgrowth.com forward slash contact. And the link is also in the show notes. So like I said before, there's no wrong way to journal. You can't mess it up. There's no perfect system. There's no perfect method. All of this is really customized to you 
for you to achieve what you want to achieve, which is capturing data, historical information about what you're going through, what you're experiencing and your views on life. What do you want to use? So you can use paper, you can use a leather bound journal from Barnes and Noble, which is my favorite. You can use a spiral notebook. You can use digital. You can use an iPhone app, an iPad app, an app on your computer, an app on your Mac, all of that. I've used them all. And at the end of the day, the truth is that they all produce the same result. My personal preference is a mix of all of the above. So when I put the podcast together, when I start writing down notes, I use the day one digital journal on my iPhone. This gives me a chance to quickly capture thoughts and ideas, quotes, suggestions, and things like that, and put them in the calendar and write my show notes of what I'm going to be talking about on future episodes. For my personal journal, where I capture my thoughts, things that I'm going through, things that I'm experiencing, and things that I want to work on, I have a leather-bound journal that I bought at Bars & Noble. If you go to Bars & Noble, go to the journaling section, they have a wide variety of different journals to fit your needs. And it's really a great place to buy journals. So make sure you get out there and check them out, or you can go to barnesandnoble.com. Um, so I have one journal where I keep my thoughts, my personal insights, what what I'm working on, where I'm failing, where I'm succeeding and things like that. I have another journal specifically dedicated stories for my son. These are stories from my past that I remember, things that I wish I would have known. And I write them in long form. Again, this is a leather bound journal and I write the stories here and My aspiration is to fill this up, fill this journal up with stories about my life for him to be able to keep, read and pass down for generations to come. We'll we'll see where that goes, but at least it's there and it's going to be available to him. My third type of journal is a self-development journal. This one is I keep it on my desk. It's a squared A5 um, squared notebook. And this is where I use to capture self-development thoughts and notes because I read a lot of books. I go through a lot of Audible. I watch a lot of videos. I watch a lot of material and journaling as I'm listening and as I'm experiencing the material is really the best way for me to capture it and implement it and put it into use. So that's how I have broken it down. Again, there's no wrong way. You figure out what works for you and you stick to it. Whatever you choose, though, whatever you choose, make sure you like it. I want I like my stuff to make me feel good. I want to feel good when I pick up my journal. I want to anchor positive feelings and positive emotions to my experience. So pick something that feels good to you. Um, Pick something that makes you want to journal and create these feelings because you have to have feelings and positive intentions to it. If you pick something up, you pick up your pen or you pick up your journal and you all of a sudden have a negative emotion or reaction to it, eventually that reaction will get anchored to it. And you're not going to keep up with the habit because it's not going to feel good to you. Journal is about journaling is about 
doing it because you know the long-term payoff is good. It may not even feel good in the moment, which I'll talk about in a little bit, but in the long run, you will be a better person for it. So what do I journal about? Well, the number one thing that I like to journal about is life. What is happening now and how I feel right now. How I feel right then and there in that moment. And the big key here is that I have to be honest because (laughs) it's not pretty. It's not always positive. It's not always rainbows and puppy dogs. But it's honest, it's real, it's what I'm experiencing right then and there. And for me, what I like about this process is that this is a way for me to be able to track my growth and how I have improved or, or, this is a big or, or I can also see the lack of progress. Because if I'm journaling about something that I journaled about six months ago or a year ago or whatever the case may be, and I'm still struggling with that right now, that's a lack of, lack of progress. So that means I need to try something different if that's really something I need to break out of and work through and have a breakthrough in that area. Or maybe it might not even matter. But obviously, if I'm writing about it, if I'm journaling about it, it matters to a certain extent. So I've been in both, I've been in both of these spaces where I see growth in me and where I see the lack of progress. And at the end of the day, it's just a big reality check. And that's one of the biggest things that journaling brings to me is that reality check because I'm capturing in the moment and I can go back and see what I'm feeling. But again, the big thing here is you have to be honest with yourself because if you're not being honest with yourself, that may be something that you need to take a look at. Because if you can't be honest with yourself, by yourself, to yourself, who else are you lying to? That's just from my personal experience, because at one point in time, I, everything that I journaled about was positive because, man, what if someone, someone picks it up? What if someone sees it? I don't want people to think a certain thing about me, but I'm not doing it for other people. I'm doing it for myself. Uh, fortunately for me, Jesse is very supportive in this. She understands privacy when it comes to journaling and these things. And I know that she would not pick it up unless I said, hey, you know, this is something that I want to share with you. But for the most part, we do have an understanding in our household that whatever Jesse journals about, it's hers. It's her thoughts. It's her thing. It's her space. And the same for me. And we're going to have that same kind of philosophy and thinking when it comes to Sebastian, because we're starting to work with him on journaling. And so a couple of the last things that I journaled about. So I was a little bit down over the holidays. I got in, <laughs> I got into, um, so the last few things I journaled about, I was a little bit down on the holidays and I worked through that. So I journaled about that, how I needed to get out of the funk and trying to analyze and figure out what was going on at that time. We got COVID immediately after Christmas. So I started to journal about how I was feeling about catching COVID and that recovery and getting back to life. And (laughs) this is me being honest. This is how it goes. Um, I also journaled about people that upset me, people that pissed me off. 
And this was just one of these venting sessions where I wrote down what about it pissed me off and why I need to let it go and why letting it go is important to me and how I will grow if I let these things go. So it's a great way for me to vent and just get it off my chest and also reflect on why this is not the type of person that I want to be and why I shouldn't be carrying this kind of angst about things or people and things like that. And this is also what I call a leveraged entry or a journal entry with leverage. I state an issue, for example, things that upset me, things that I'm disgruntled about, people that I just irritate me, and I go into detail what bothers me and why I think it should be a certain way. And then I also go back and immediately after, like, what do I need to do to let this go? And how will I be a better person? How will I grow when I change this thought or this behavior? And for me, that has really helped in working through some of these things because I know that it's not good for me to harbor these feelings. I know these are things that I need to work through. But while journaling, I can express it, let it out, let out exactly how I feel about the situation, the person or whatever it is in that moment. And then reanalyze and focus back like I need to let this go because it's not good for me. It's not a good person. It's not setting a good example for Sebastian. This isn't the type of energy that I want to put out in the world. And it's a really good reminder for me to get back to where I need to be. I'm always going to have these moments of not being happy and being upset and feeling some sort of way towards something or someone. But when I journal about it and bring it back to like, hey, you know what? This isn't me. This isn't who I want to be. This isn't the person that I aspire to be. I want to be better. I want to grow. And I have to process through these feelings in order to achieve that. So that's what a lot of my entries are about. And then I also journal about successes, things that I've been doing good, things that I can celebrate about myself, things that made me happy that day and things that I'm grateful for. But it's all just the mixed bag of the good, the bad and the ugly. So, again, the number one takeaway, the number one tip here when it comes to journaling is don't make it hard. This is a fun and rewarding experience. Don't get all in your head about it. Just don't, because that's just really going to get in the way of things and it's not going to come out good for you. And you're not going to be journaling in a positive, in, not even in a positive way, but with a positive intention of growth. You can journal about things that are not positive, but as long as you have that intention that you're going to grow from this experience, that's what it's about. It doesn't have to be perfect. Remember, you're building a relationship with your journal and you're building a relationship with yourself. And all of that is a process and it takes time. 
That's all I have for you today on this episode about journaling for growth. If you have any questions, thoughts, comments, you can email me at forceforgrowth.com forward slash contact. The link is also in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, leave a rating and review this episode. And remember to always be a force for good, a force for growth and a force for greatness. Bye.